This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Did you ever do mushrooms? I mean, no. No. How about you, Dave? Twice, yeah. Who did not have a good weekend? I peed my pants that day. He thought he was going to be teleported from his seat to the bathroom. (laughs) I'm looking to save the show is what I'm trying to do. Sometimes the three of you have the... Right? You uh, want to sleep right through it? No. I sense those moments, and I bring levity to it. You know, once you know, I built my own bong. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. That ends now. Serious sports talk moving forward. On 98.7 ESPN. I see what you're doing here, Raymond. You're playing stoner music. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not falling for your... Your bait. I want to get right into this big Saquon Barkley story. That's right. Saquon and the Giants, what will happen? Um, let's take a listen to what he said yesterday. Is this Jordan's podcast, by the way, Breaking Big Blue? He got Saquon on his podcast? Saquon was making the rounds yesterday. Uh, right, but hello? Uh, Saquon was on first take, too. Right. Hello? What? Hi. Maybe we could book him on the show? Uh, that's the, listen, they don't like you. Who doesn't like not, me? This is not our problem. Uh, listen, we had Bobby one time, and that was it. Have we, have we heard from Bobby again? You, no. you say they don't like I'm not falling for the bait. They don't like me. I got an email from the Giants last week. How much Stop they it. love me. Uh, okay. Right. Have we been to Giants camp? We could go this year. Wait, is it, is it the Giants saying they love you or the Giants saying we love you? Come buy a season ticket package. No. One of those? No, 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 no. Like, no. <laughs> it's one of those. It, Hello, it, New York Giants. <laughs> no, it, no. It was a personalized email. You're the best. All right, I got to get back to sports. I don't want to waste time with this hijinks. Please click link for 2024 <laughs> tickets. Sincerely, the Giants. He's talking to me. I am the Giants. You guys done? Yeah, I, I believe Jordan had Saquon on yesterday. Th- that's, yes. that's what I asked. I was I talking said, to, to the to Anthony in the mail truck who's on hold now. What do you want from I, me? I, I asked a question, and I, I get nothing. I, I can't do two things at once. I'm sorry. Well, Jordan, we're not supposed to be a close friend. How do you not know it's this podcast? It says in parentheses, I, Big Blue uh, Podcast. You're literally t- just talking to Big the Blue. man. Uh, okay. I, I, I can't win with you guys. <laughs> I thought that was the name of his podcast, but I wasn't certain. And I found it to be impressive that Jordan would have gotten Saquon on his podcast. So I asked the question. I didn't ask the question, can you now jump me? Can you now mock me? Can you make fun of me for the next seven minutes? No. I just asked the question. Yeah, Dave, it was. Thank you. We move on. But because you guys are hacks, you can't do that, can you? So, okay. So we'll go through everything uh, chapter and verse here. So Saquon was on the Breaking Big Blue Pod with Jordan. Thank you. He was also on First Take. I, I, you know, it's stop. It's stop mocking me. Uh, there's some sound of Bobby Marks, who's on Barton Hahn. He was pretty good. Uh, Brian Windhorst has a podcast called the Hoop Collective Pod. Maybe we'll get to that later. Um, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are at the Super Bowl, as were Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. And then Eli, that's actually from Sunday. I know I didn't label that correctly. Right. So in case you want to call back that's to not, that. That's not, a, that's not a surprise. But you, you don't need any attribution for that. I think it was just a general thing that happened. So. Great. Yeah. Thank you for running that through for me. <laughs> no problem. You're, you're, very, you're very helpful. You know what, by the way? You owe me a breakfast. I said, tomorrow you don't have to. Tomorrow you can. <laughs> Now there's a salary and, and cap. And I'm not eating the rest of today. <laughs> there's a salary cap on breakfast. No, there's not. There's <laughs> He's no getting salary the yolks cap. too. He's getting the yellow heads. I, I, I might get 
multiple rounds of breakfast. <laughs> it's a one breakfast limit. No. no ex- yeah, Madam, that, come, that, on, that, come on over. I'd like dry toast, well. and I'd like a, a separate order of butter toast with sausage and bacon and eggs and pancakes and oatmeal and keep the juices flowing. Something bad's going to happen. You can't eat all that. <laughs> I, I, why do I need to eat all of it? You're just going to throw it out? Yeah, or, or maybe I'll I'll take it outside and give it to, give it to a man on the street. <laughs> wow! Imagine you order all that and get it boxed up and just hand it to the first. And person. I said, rather than give this person the money, it's I'm going to give go- a skill. It's <laughs> <laughs> the assumption that there's just going to be some random man on the street too. Well, no, I'll, I'll walk the streets until I find that guy or gal, and I'll say, "Excuse me, would you like beautiful pancakes, fluffy pancakes?" There's no chance you do that. You don't know second that break, the second the second that break, breakfast is over, you're right in the Mercedes. But I, I'm going to overorder. Oh, why? Why be but, a jack wagon to RJ? Because RJ's being mean to me. No, he's not being mean. Yes, I, he is. I, okay, he probably just thought since you're supposed to be very close friends with Jordan Renan that you would know that when he puts the name of the podcast that it was Jordan's I, podcast. I, I knew ish, but when I saw Saquon, I was like, wow, that's a big guest for for breaking Big Blue. I wanted to confirm. Let's just put it out there. You're shocked that Jordan, well-connected man, was able to land such a big guest. You think, you think? No, no, no. I, I, w- I wouldn't say I'm shocked. I don't think shocked you think Jordan's is the a nobody. Word. You think Jordan's I, a nobody? No, I'm impressed that Jordan got Saquon on his podcast, and I wanted to confirm, and I wanted to give Jordan some love, and that's why I asked the question. Can we please hear from Saquon rather than listen to you guys yammer on about nonsense? Thank you. Here's Saquon from Jordan Renan's podcast, Breaking Big Blue, on his meeting with Joe Shane. Wasn't really much. We went through this whole process last year, so he kind of asked me where my head's at. You know, I just told him truthfully, you know, the, the best that I can, honest. And he said, keep it like that and go reach out to my representation. And so I think he said to you guys that he'll meet, you know, with my guys at the combine and go from there. I, I got to tell you, I, I think Saquon, in hearing him yesterday, and we'll hear more from him in a moment, I think he's staying with the Giants. I believe that, and I believe it more now than I did going into the day yesterday. Well, I think he wants them, I and he said it. He wants to be. He wants to be a giant. He wants this to be his only team. I don't know if that's it's going to be possible at the end of the day. I mean, when you look at what running backs are making, I, I think part of the whole the whole problem last year was it was and with the Zoom calls and everything else. I think it was a collect you know a group effort from the running back position to kind of hopefully come together and and change change their market a little bit, which never happened. Right, I mean, you have big time names. I mean, Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing, so they all like tried. They all tried to get get together, and you know, for the sake of the position, try to take their stand. And the NFL was like, "No, <laughs> we don't." Well, there's we nothing don't care you if can you had, really do. No, we don't care if you had a Zoom call. All right, we're gonna we're gonna franchise you. You'll play under the franchise tag. And I think they, in my opinion, kind of took advantage of Saquon Barkley. No one. You know, he could make all the threats he wanted. You know, it's not the kind of guy he is. He's going to show up, which is exactly what he did. Well, therein lies the problem. It is like everybody wants these guys to love the team and want to play for the team and not miss time. And now you've got the guy who's willing to do that. But in the long game, it, it probably negatively impacts him and his career. Oh, it does. Yeah, of course it does. And they knew. Listen, they again, it's good business. I'm not saying it's not good business. I mean, you you made the decision. Dave Gettleman made the decision uh, to take him with the second overall pick. So with the second overall pick, he made good money on that first deal. You picked up his fifth-year option. You just franchised him here. That's six. That's six of his prime years. The good business is franchise him again, and be done with it. Seven years, right? And and then you you move on from him, which just reiterates why you would never want to take a running back second overall. 
Because quarterback second overall, you're going to have for 15 years. Best case scenario, running back second overall, if you're lucky, seven years. Right. And then I think when you just look at, I mean, you look at the landscape of the position and who's actually, I mean, who's actually getting paid. Or even, I mean, even better, what happened, you know, all those guys that were on the Zoom call kind of seasons they had. Well, who gets paid outside of McCaffrey? That's it. So so one guy. McCaffrey and the guys that, and then the first round picks. Like, so for example, this, for example, this season, uh, this season, total cash, total, that's just total cash. This is not every, this is just total cash for the season that we just played. Bijan Robinson, because of where he was drafted, made the most total cash this season. Sure, but Saquon also had that. When he was drafted second, right, of course, that's right. what I said. But being the second overall pick, I mean, that's just right. where. I mean, you're talking about a position where the where the franchise tag is going down has gone down. It's amazing. Like all these positions, the franchise tag continues to grow. The running backs has gone back backwards. Uh, here is Saquon on first take. RJ, can you tell me about the show first take, please? Yeah, so there's um, every morning mm-hmm. on ESPN. It's a it's a daily show. Yeah, uh-huh. Molly, Stephen A. I think uh, I think Mad Dog was on yesterday. Oh, by the way, did you hear what Mad Dog said about uh, about uh, Orlovsky yesterday? He oh. said he was. He was uh, did he say it was like a hack? No, no, worse. Yeah, it, it wasn't good it, because it might Orlovsky, be the worst thing you could call an athlete. Yeah, Orlovsky was. He did. He ran through some of the competitions at the Pro Bowl, but he, and no, he did he well. Won the, he won the precision. Like he would have yeah. won the precision passing in right. tight pants. Yeah, uh, they have form fitting suit pants. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like everyone else is is comfortable. He's wearing pants. Right. He's restricted. Right. So go go ahead, RJ. What did he say? No, no, it was Rick's story. I was just asking. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, so he does well, and then so they're showing the clip on on first take, and Stephen A's like, yeah, that's you know, he's pretty impressed by it, and Mad Dog shaking his head the whole time, and he's like, I'm not impressed. This isn't impressive. What? Well, with no one like just the number three just floating around. He's like, I could do that, and they're like, No, he's like, I could do that, and then he said something else. He's like, This doesn't make up for the fact that he was a scrub in the NFL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At so, least he speaks wow. his mind. Uh, this guy yeah. was still in the NFL. Um. That sounds like a nice show. I might check it out today. You say 10 o'clock, RJ? Yeah, every morning. I might check that out this morning. Yeah. Um, here, here is Saquon on first take yesterday morning, kind of reiterating why he wants to stay with the Giants. Because I know how special you know the Giants organization is. I got nothing but tremendous respect for the Titch family, for the Mayor family. This is the team that drafted me. And I'm a big believer of setting the goal and accomplishing that goal. And when I got drafted here, one of my goals would be uh, the reason why you know the Giants is back on top, the reason why we're having a parade in New York. It just haven't went that way so far in my career. And like I said before, I, I I want to be a giant for life. I, I, I mentioned that. I want to be in the likes of Tiki, Michael, Eli. But the sad part of it is it's the NFL. It's a business. I, I got to tell you, you listen to this guy. He's he's unbelievable. Like, he is exactly what any ownership group, GM, coach would want, fan would want their star player to sound like. Right. He's done everything right. Absolutely everything right. The only, the only problem is the position he plays and his inability to stay healthy for an entire season. Right. He's expendable. Well, yeah. And I think at some point, I mean, I, I don't see, I don't buy into that whole like you can just find a running back anywhere. I think there are certain running backs that are just, they're just better. I think Saquon Barkley is one of those guys. I think that's how he's kind of, he's viewed by other players in the, the NFL. I he's mean, an heard, elite running back. There's no, well, you heard, I mean, there was the report with uh, Jim Harbaugh and how interested the Chargers might be with if Saquon Barkley does become a a free agent. But I think I would also tell him, or if I was a friend of his, be like, listen, I know you set the goal, and that's great, and I understand it. You want to be a giant for life, 
But if the goal is to get the Giants back on top, where they're going to you know win a Super Bowl, it, you're most likely not going to be be around to see that. It's, I mean, let's be fair. It's imp- it's it's impossible to think that Saquon is going to see a Super Bowl with the Giants, right? Like even I mean, the most gonna be, optimistic gonna be Giants twenty seven. I mean, a couple of days he's going to be twenty seven years old, right? And how how in the best case scenario he's good until he's what thirty. Yeah, you'd say he's probably got two, three really good, probably yeah. two really good years left. Uh, years. I mean, so we're sitting here debating whether the Giants are going to take a quarterback at six and kind of reset the whole thing. I, I yeah, don't that's know. That's why how. I was, dude. That, that's why, unless he was having conversations with Joe Shane, when it doesn't sound like he really has had that many conversations with Joe Shane, why he wouldn't selfishly want to get moved at the deadline last year? I think we know he doesn't want to leave here. He loves it here. I understand that, but they, the other person has to love you just as much as you love them too, if it's going to work. Do they, or do they just have to be willing to to want you even to a lesser capacity? Yeah, well, was if that is uh, if that's listen the twelve almost twelve and a half with the franchise tag is I mean that's a nice that's a nice chunk of change. That's uh, a lot and of if, money. It, well, if he's okay going year to year, but all you're doing is burn. Like if if you're if the the intended goal was I want to I want a long term commitment. You no, know, two, three, whatever many years it's it is. Not going to happen. All right. Well, you just so now you've essentially just burned two years. Without getting that long-term deal you're looking for. That's and on right. top of that, you don't without really having a chance to compete for a championship. Uh, Anthony in the mail truck. Hello, Anthony. Hello, David. Hello, Anthony. Hello, Rick. Hello, Anthony. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Good morning. Uh, we're 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 really in the in the sports talk mode spot of the show right now. Good morning. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. Um, so I wanted to. Uh, Tell you guys that uh, this past year for my fantasy football league, we did the cage thing, um, and I'm almost thirty, and, and it's and it's mind blowing that your that your son is doing it as well, and you know he's not even uh, close to twenty. No, he's, um, he's thirteen. But, no, and and the one right. kid lost, and and here's what's awkward is that it because we have the dog cages and the big dog cages. I, apparently, this is going to take place at my house, and I don't love that. <laughs> I I don't want to know anything about it. It's 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 going to be hilarious, and and when when we do it, uh, I'll be sure to tag you guys on Twitter, and I'll send you guys a video. Um, but but uh, so I wanted to get to my giant take, and and you know you kind of just poo pooed what Rick said, but um, that's exactly what my take would be. And, and as a Cowboys fan, I don't want to see Saquon you know back in my division because um, he's such a great player. Um, but being that. You know, and to to me, honestly, Dave, it's if you're drafting a quarterback, then I don't see you, you know, giving him a long term deal. I see you maybe franchising him, but if you if you stick with Daniel Jones, I feel like he's going to need you know Saquon and then more weapons on top of that with either drafting a. all right, Anthony is, is the, the line is fading out. Um, no, I just I think the Giants are in complete control. I think is is the problem here is that if they want to sign him to a two year deal to play nice with him, they can, and if they want to sign him to the franchise tag, they can because he's basically told you he wants to be here. It's the only place he wants to be, and he's and he's dedicated. And this is this is his his end game. So I don't I don't know how he has any control or any leverage in the situation. No, he doesn't. He has no leverage. And I mean, the only leverage he would have potentially is if the Giants feel like they want to use the franchise tag on someone else. And then they let him go. 
they let him become a free agent or they try to get something, a deal done. But yeah, I mean, he's, he, listen, the fact that he didn't miss a day after being as upset as he was that they didn't get a deal done and he was going to get the franchise tag last year and he showed up when he was supposed to show up. So he has no, I mean, whatever threat he makes is going to be an empty threat. It is an empty threat. And he's basically told you yesterday that this is the place he wants to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. People are bidding on going over to her home, it sounds like, and having dinner with Cher. Last I saw, it was at $83,000. Wow. But can, would you, be put a nice a, can you put a price on that kind of an experience? No, I don't think you can. I don't think I'm willing to pay that. I mean, if you promise, maybe we could do like some kind of duet or something. And then what happens is, no, I think what happens is this. You sing for her. She loves it. And maybe you guys now start touring or she now promotes something that you're doing. Hey. Listen, do I think it could happen? I do. Am I willing to pay to see it happen? No. I'm not going to spend $100,000 to go uh, have dinner with Cher. Seems a little excessive. Yeah, but what a dinner. But what happened to serve like caviar? You don't know what they'd serve at the dinner. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'd imagine it's going to be delicious, but I mean, it's $100,000. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. It's a lot of money. A what do you think a dinner money. with you would, would garner? Like 15 bucks. No, come on, really? I bet you, I bet you a couple grand. No, I don't. I don't know. I can tell you what. It'd be the best dinner you ever had in your life. RJ, how much do you think if we open this up and like we had some kind of a um, a bidding system? How much do you think a nice dinner with Rick would cost? I Th- would thousands, right? I would. I think it would get up to five. I was going to say like the seven to ten range. Yeah, I, I think, think so, so too. It'd be a fun dinner. I'd take you out afterwards, too. It wouldn't just be dinner. Of course, really, you, it would be all-encompassing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, you know what's even better, though, is Rick going to play badminton in Wyoming. That's badminton. Which could also happen. Any men, any real like, any men's league sport you could imagine, there's that potential. Yeah, but you, you are like, you're like the Ted Williams of this generation. You're just, you're <laughs> like a man's man. What so, are you going to watch a shuttlecock fly all over the place? <laughs> So whatever sport it is, you're you're in for it. You do everything. Yeah, you should see me handle the shuttlecock. It's like nothing you've ever seen in your life. I'm I'm, I'm sure. So what? Maybe That's we could, maybe we do that. Maybe instead of you like doing a, a you know traveling the North America to play some sport with someone, maybe we have them come over to your house for a, a home cooked meal. Uh, may listen. Uh, uh, yeah, there's that. There's that possibility. I think you're probably like in the. The experience department, I think you're probably more suited for the whole, like, let's do a dinner. Whereas I think they see me as more like, let's travel the country and have Rick do all sorts of, like, different men's league activities. And and, and then somebody at the station has to do nothing. Like, th- there's an experience that will be nothing. No, not nothing. Nothing. 
That the no. person will have to do nothing for that experience, though. The person will just, just do, do what they, you do, and they'll do. watch you do what you do. Right. Uh, that is that's the experience. That's how. That's the level of greatness, though. Yeah, well, yeah of course. Uh, so RJ, RJ, yes, Dave. So you think he gets seven, eight, ten grand? I think there'd be a couple heavy hitters that get in a bidding war. Yeah. Can I ask you, an, uh, like, not not joking around, like a serious question? Sure. What do you think I would go for? I I think. I think you get up into into the five range. Five grand? I think so. I, I got to tell you. Well, let, actually, can I ask you something? Uh-huh. Are you willing to open this up to during a Giants game? No. Okay. Different story. That would be a different story. But So it, you think if we opened it up during the Giants game, I could garner more than Rick? I Easily. Think you, I, think you'd be, I think you'd be right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easily. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, think, no, no, no. I yeah, go ahead. Right. No, 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 no. no, no. Speak no. your truth. Rem- Speak remember, your truth. Re- no one asked you. Remember when uh, uh, a week or so ago you talked about the uh, Nana Bubbles talking about that. Grandma that Bubbles. To, I'm sorry. Gran- Grandma Bubbles talking about she wanted to see the, the zoo the zoo animal. Yeah. That's that's what people would be paying for. They want to see the animal. I Grandma Bubbles the, the flying squirrel if she wants. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has no respect for anybody. Have the ultimate respect for bubbles. So let's just let's just bring this back. You think Rick ten grand? You think if I opened it up to watch a Giants game with me, more than Rick could get? No, Rick is not going to act like a wild animal though. With you during a Giants game, it's almost a guarantee. You get you you get to see the 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 wild Rothenberg at work. Yeah, you. I mean, that's like yeah, you get to see something that most people don't get a chance to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you no, and your natural habitat acting like a maniac. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. You could probably get somebody to, to narrate it with an Australian accent. <laughs> and now if you look, uh, I will tell you this. For charity purposes, I would be willing to, to not was it raffle? I guess not raffle, right? Like, like have a auction. bidding, an auction, a bidding battle to have a dinner with me. I'd be willing to do that. He'd be he'd be willing uh, during a I Giants would. game during a Giants. No, game. no, 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 no. Well, absolutely, no not. one wants to see. No one wants to just go to dinner with you. Well, the, the, apparently they want to go to dinner with you. No, I didn't say that either. The, RJ said RJ it. said you're going to get ten thousand dollars. No, no, that's not going to happen. People want to see you at your best, and your very best is in front of a TV watching the Giants. Okay, here's the thing. I don't want that though. I'll feed you. No, I'll I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want any part of it. You. you don't understand. I don't. No, want I do it. understand. Is you're selfish. You're no. selfish with the people. I give to the people. You're selfish with you the people. Get, you barely give to us. Your big announcement of the day is you're going to join us for breakfast tomorrow. It's a big uh, deal for him. That's a big deal. It's a right. Huge so the deal. bar I is so low that if the guy does anything, now we celebrate it like he's Gandhi. I'm. I'm. Listen. I'm. I'm actually. Uh, it's. Co- I'm. It's costing me money to get to to get to the city to have the actual the actual brunch with you. I'm investing in this brunch. That's oh, amazing. Financially, mentally, it's amazing. It's amazing. I also that get you to the show. I also get to the show all about you. Uh, me, I yeah. also get to the show an hour before you every day. So the the amount of hours I'm actually spending with the guys is way more than yours. Way more than mine. Way more. Way more. Yeah, because you find, but it, it doesn't make sense. You get in and you sleep. No, I participate. I listen. I say, I mean, me and Archie talk I walk the first in, half you're, hour. You're dead asleep. Well, that's because you're so late. I give myself a little ten minute little shut eye. I don't know. The whole thing is odd. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Hi, Ira. Hey, Dave. How are you? You know what? I give you a lot of credit, my man. Thank you. Because with all this, uh, first of all, I wouldn't pay to sit bad dinner with anybody. But at the end of the day, you brought up charity, and that's the most important part. And that's the only way 
if there was an opportunity to sit down with somebody that you're interested in, if you know that 100% of that money is going to charity, That's right. then, and you know what, I give you credit for saying that. Um, you talk about running backs. Now, listen, you know, listen, Barkley's a great player. I think McCaffrey's a couple of notches above him. But at the end of the day, you're running a football organization. You guys know it. There's, there's a couple of key positions, left tackle, quarterback, pass rusher, lockdown corner. That's it. Running backs, yeah, you have these once-in-a-while generational running backs, but it's a bad investment because guess what? After three, four years, they're going to start breaking down anyway. So I just don't see where any type of money going to running backs is a smart move. Now, I get it. You could play with the franchise tag. You could do all of this. But at the end of the day, um, I, I, I want the running backs to get their money, but I, as a GM, I'm not paying it. I, and we're going to have it with Brees Hall. In a couple of years, it's going to happen with Brees Hall. And you know what? I'm not going to break the bank to keep him, no matter how good he is, because you just can't do it. Yeah, you put yourself in a real tough spot if you're going to pay the running back a lot of money. Thanks for the call. You just It, 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 it changes the dynamic because you can have a good running back for, a, a, I don't know what, a, a, a sixth, a tenth of the price of what a star running back is going to make? Well, I think it depends on, too, how your team is, how the structure of your team. Well, here's if, the you thing. Have a, if you have a young quarterback that you're not paying, I mean, I could understand well, the, it. Well, like, the I, Niners make sense because they're paying the quarterback under a million dollars. The Giants are paying. The Giants are ha- how invested in the quarterback position? $40 million plus, right? So you, they're spending, what, $45 million on the quarterback position? It's a fortune of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Uh, the other thing with that, I mean, he brings up Brees Hall. I mean, you're also not going to have the benefit of the 50-year option with Brees Hall either. So, so Brees Hall is two years in, right? Uh, this was year two, yep. Yeah, so you have two years, and then you have to decide what you want to do with him. You've got to franchise him, but you don't have the fifth-year option on him. Right. But you can you, but you but can franchise him, right? Oh, you can franchise him. Right. But then, yeah. you're, but then you're paying him $12 million or whatever. Or whatever the number ends up being. Right. That's going to be a big number. Like, I could see Saquon. Like, I think for me, if Saquon was a free agent, I think Houston would be a good spot for him. Uh, with yeah. Stroud. Yeah, they could use. Because right, they're not paying him anything, right? No. But I, I wonder, like, as an exercise... The teams that spend a fortune on quarterbacks, do they spend a lot of money on running backs? Um, like the Ravens don't spend any money. No, the Ravens don't. Buffalo, Buffalo no. doesn't. Kansas City doesn't. No. I San mean, Fran does, but, of, but they don't but spend not any lot money. Of, there's not a lot of teams that have running backs Cowboys making a ton do. of money. Ca- um, Cowboys spend a lot on Dak, and they, this year they spend a lot on Pollard. Well, no, they spend I mean, $10 million. Dollars. $10 million. Bucks, but, but in comparison them. to what these other guys are getting, that's a lot of money. Well, what do you mean in comparison? Though? You're still talking about the top of the market. I mean, compared comparative to the top of the market, where say which was, I mean, which was how many years ago did Christian McCaffrey sign that deal, which was 16 million bucks? Ten's not crazy. Ten's not a huge mon- a huge amount of money. Eagles don't. Not, there's not a lot of teams do. Green Bay does, but Jordan loves their quarterback, right? And they don't pay him. Well, I mean, they kind of, yeah, they're not paying him up in the 40 millions, but no, it's just it, it, I mean, you don't spend. A ton of money on quarterback and running back. It just doesn't. No, really I think exist. the problem. Listen, I think you get into a pro, you get into a, a bit of a a situation when, like, let's take the Giants for example. You use the second overall pick on Saquon Barkley, and he becomes the face of your franchise, and he becomes your best player. And now every little kid is walking around with a twenty six jersey. You feel pressure, or you would feel pressure if you were the GM that drafted him to sign him to a big deal. Oh, there's if not, there's Gettleman, no, God forbid, was still here, he would be in the midst of a monster contract. Right, but there's no pressure now because Joe Shane didn't draft him. The only pressure you're feeling is that, I mean, because he's such a good guy, he's a great leader, how much respect he garners in the locker room, the fact that he is the face of your franchise and the kids, you know, 
all Giants fans love Saquon Barkley, so there is some there is some pressure. But for for the smart Giants fan, they're like, no, he's a running back. This is business. A hundred percent. All right, we'll we'll break. We'll come back. We and then we have the big fifty minute barrage. We have a Monty Tumor. We have CMT. We'll get to your calls. We got the Knicks. We got a lot going on. D and R with you on ninety eight seven ESPN. All right, now there's never been a better time for football fans to bet the big game with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app to get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of the entire football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? The BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is your first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and end zone excitement doesn't get bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of all sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21-plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Amani Tumor. Good morning, Amani. How are you? I'm good, but why is it maybe? I mean, just be, just get off the fence. You could just say it. Just go ahead and commit to it. So you think it's defined? Clearly the greatest wide receiver in the history of the organization? <laughs> hey, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but just commit to it. I don't, you know, I don't like you on the fence. You, you're a, Dave is a, you know, you, 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 get, you get an idea and you go with it. I like uh, that. All right. You know what? That's, what makes, that's why we all love you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. The, the greatest wide receiver in Giants history now joins us, Amani Toomer. But only if you believe it, though. I don't but know that I do. I'd have to really sit, sit and sit through some stats and stuff. All right. So we've been talking a lot of Saquon this morning. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you hear what the guy says. He's just like, I want to be back, and I want to be a Giant for life. It, would you almost tell him if you were giving him advice? No, no. Don't say stuff like that. Hold some leverage if there's going to be any negotiation down the road because it feels like you punt all your leverage when you make it so obvious and apparent that you want to be only with the Giants. I mean, yeah, I think you definitely give some of your leverage. But today, like when I listened to his speech yesterday, his uh, him speaking yesterday, he absolutely left the door open. He said he was very open to the possibility: is I'm going to go if I go to another team, and I'm going to, you know work as hard and this and it, it, that would to me was the most open-ended Saquon Barkley you know he's gonna always say the right thing you know he's gonna always try to you know he really loves the organization that's true but you know I, the definition of a uh, of a uh, unhealthy relationship is when you love somebody and they don't love you back so <laughs> he really he really needs to just kind of focus on what he needs to do and you know, in his career in terms of playing, because obviously it's been obvious over the last couple of years that they haven't committed to him. And um, I don't know if they ever will, unfortunately. Yeah, Monty, listen, I mean, you've been in locker rooms, I've been in locker rooms and understand how important it is to have, you know, the kind of leadership I think that Saquon provides, especially last season. I mean, with everything that went on, uh, how things looked like, I mean, the start of the season, injuries felt like, you know, the thing was going to fall apart. Somehow they found a way to keep it all together. Like how much, you know, as a former player, like, do you value that? Because I know he's a running back, and we keep hearing y'all running back. We can find anyone, but still, like, there's more than just him, the running back. What he brings to that room. How much would you value that if you were Joe Shane? 
I mean, you should you should value it because the reason why the wheels didn't fall off is because of people like Saquon, and he has an outsized impact. And that's just run the ball, but you know, folks and everybody. I remember once we had Mike Strahan leave. I mean, it was it was a different organization. It, everything was different. Like you, you, there was just nobody that you always looked to, and things were going, you know, and things weren't right. You know, Mike was always a guy that when you you could speak to him and he would get on your level, he would kind of really empathize with you and, and he just bring keep the whole team together and you know one person if, if your leader is one of your best players then you really have something and um, I don't know I just really remember the days when we had Howard Cross when we had who was a great leader we had um, Chris Calloway who was a great leader and when they left you felt the void of course it got scooped up uh, but it never got never replaced the amount of uh, impact that a lot of those guys had on my, in my, throughout my career. So, Amadi, let me ask you this. What, what do you think happens with uh, with Saquon? you think they franchise him again? Um, you think they sign him to a deal, or you think they let him walk? Uh, I mean, I think, they, I, I think they're playing hardball with him, and I think they're going to franchise him again. Um, it's not going to be, it's going to be an ultimate test on how bad he really wants to be on the team. And he's never been a squeaky wheel. Uh, but if he gets franchised again, I, I think it's going to be detrimental because he's going to be that much older. And there's going to, there's a team that has had him in his locker and their locker room who haven't committed to him. So why would somebody else? So that's kind of how uh, NFL teams look at it. It's like, you know, there's a guy who got drafted. Yeah. Who got drafted and, um, you know, they, spent the second round draft pick on him and they don't feel like he's worthy to, to keep him. So it's a, it's a very weird situation. And I think in many other organizations, he'd be more, much more um, taken care of. But I think Joe Shane in the way that they view football, they just don't see him as a, a piece that, uh, well, I mean, up to this point, they don't seem as a piece that they actually absolutely need. Omani, what do you think it does for the locker room dynamic? I don't know. Just I've never been in an NFL locker room. I hear most guys talk about oh, you don't mess with you don't mess with people's money. But when the quarterback in a salary cap sport is making as much as Daniel Jones is, and then you look around, I mean, Cato oh, and Thibodeau talked about it. Does it is it a weird dynamic in that locker room? It's very weird because you ultimately want to be an meritocracy. You want the best players get the most money. And when you look at this situation, Saquon Barkley is a better running back than Daniel Jones is a quarterback. That's just a fact. That's not right. saying anything. Um, anything controversial and the fact that he he is not compensated as much as a quarterback who I mean he, he definitely he deserves everything he's gotten I'm not saying anything about Daniel Jones but I'm just saying when you see that dichotomy when you start saying oh well maybe it's not how I play maybe it's how I the position I'm in and I've been on teams where when I first got to the Giants everybody was concerned about how they're were perceived by the fans and were they a fan favorite and all this stuff. And none of it had to do with actual playing on the field, which I thought was very curious when I first came here and, and back in 96. And uh, then Coach Fossil came in and he made it all about the ball. And the more you can make it about football, the more you can make it simple, and it, it makes it easier. I, I always thought that if you were a giant and you played well and they drafted you, you'd play there as long as you wanted. And that's where it used to be. So that gave incentive for people to, you know, who wanted to stay in New York to all you got to do is play really hard and you'll stay here. But obviously, you know, the situations have changed and uh, it's just, it'd be very confusing to be in that locker room if I was there.
Amani Tumor with us here on a Tuesday morning, 98.7 ESPN. So let, let's switch our attention to the game this Sunday, Super Bowl, of course, 58, and then get bigger than this. So we sit here on the show, and it's just like, I think to a man, even RJ, our producer who you know and speak to every week, who's a huge Niners fan, we're kind of confused at how San Francisco is is favorites in this game. Do you do you land on our side where it's like Kansas City's played such good football, best football at the right time. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Andy Reid. San Francisco has not played great in the postseason, although they've won. They have not played great, and it's Brock Purdy against mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Are you are you also kind of confused at how the Niners are favored in this game? I am very confused because what the uh, Niners aren't good at, the Chiefs are very good at. You know, I don't think their receivers are particularly good at separating. I don't think they're particularly good at um, uh, running routes. I think what they're good at is once they get the ball in their hands. But Kansas City is really good at tackling the football once the ball is in the hand of uh, the of the, uh, the the ball carrier. So, man, their secondary has been lights out. Um, so I feel like that's going to be a big matchup. And also, the Kansas City defense is much, is much more effective against the run than than the uh, than the Niners. The Kansas City defense has more pressures, more sacks. I feel like their defense is better than the Niners' defense. And I, I always look at the defense first and the defense and, all, and the line of scrimmage. And I think Kansas City wins on both bat, both boats. I just feel like – I don't know. I don't, I, I don't understand Vegas. I don't understand why they would pick uh, the Niners. But in this case, I don't think it's by much, maybe one or two. And so I think basically it's a toss-up. Amani, what are your thoughts on Brock Purdy? Uh, it's, it's like people – I don't know. Last year everyone was – I mean, he's Mr. Irrelevant – Happy for success. Now this year it feels like people can't wait to kind of take shots at him. Well, I mean, he's a quarterback. Like a quarterback is supposed to be like a point guard. You know, you do, all you do is distribute the ball to the playmakers, and with you, if you're lucky, you can get the ball to the best receiver, the, the best uh, player, athletes on the field, which is the wide receivers. So I don't know. I just feel like I, I feel like you know the job of quarterback is to to make sure everybody else is better, and he's doing that, just like Patrick Mahomes does that. So. I don't know. I just feel like the people are very resistant. But watch, if he wins the Super Bowl, people change their perception so quickly. I remember for the first couple of years, Eli was a guy where, oh, he'd never win the big game. He's not a winner. Next time he wins the Super Bowl, he's like, oh, he's quarterback. He's the winning quarterback. He's the franchise. You know, it's just weird how that little bit of validation, which has little to nothing to do with actually what the quarterback does during that Super Bowl, most of it has to do with the team around him. Uh, that they get all this credit. It's really strange. All right, so give us a prediction. Who wins this game on Sunday? I think the Chiefs win. Um, I just think they're a better team. They know they have that uh, that Super Bowl medal. They understand what it, how to win games. And what I'm seeing now, this new Kansas City team, team, Chiefs team, is they remind me of the Patriots. Like they just they just find ways to win, and they can win in any kind of way. And they don't need to make anybody happy. They can they just with Patrick Mahomes, the way he spreads the ball around and the defense is so good, it's, they're a tough team to beat because when they're winning, they don't make a lot of mistakes. Now, if they go out and make mistakes like they did in the runs during the season, they'll, they'll, they'll affect them. But other than that, I, don't, I think they'll be all right. Omani, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, this is the last one for me, but when you look at Patrick Mahomes and just kind of the trajectory, I mean, right now, I mean, as you look at him, and I know it's too early, I think it's too early now to start talking about greatest of all time, but like just from what you see with your eyes, like, how, how good is Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he's very good. I think we get recency bias. I mean, I remember playing, watching Joe Montana. I remember watching uh, uh, Ken Cam Newton. I remember watching Randall Cunningham. I remember watching Mike Dick. I mean, there's all these guys that at the, Aaron Rodgers in his prime. 
like, there's a lot of guys that played this, uh, I mean, Fran Tarkenton. I remember watching him thinking, this guy's amazing. Dan Marino. Like, there's so many good quarterbacks. I think it's, it's, uh, it's just, it just makes you, the recency bias really kind of, you got to watch the game for a long period of time. you got to kind of sift, sift, uh, Suss out all the more popular, how more popular players are now because of social media and you see everything they do as opposed to seeing them on Sunday. So I think it's a very tough question to ask. All right, Amani, listen, enjoy the game, and we'll do this again next Tuesday. Have a great week, and uh, we'll talk yeah. to you soon, bud. Thanks. Hey, I played pickleball this weekend. I got dominated. Of course you really, did. Really, I was horrible. Yeah, of horrible. course. He's, full, he's lying. Don't let, no, no, he's lying. No. I can tell he's lying. No. No, no, I did. I was, I was really bad. I could not believe how bad I was at pickleball. Wait, wait, wait. haven't you played before though? So you think you think he's you, you can have, say whatever. It's not going to affect us. No, but I'm saying I've never played where I needed to. Uh, where there was like keeping score and there was the rules. It was just <laughs> me and my mean, family. What and do you friends. mean you've never played where they keep score? I I played in tournaments. You know, you just kind of hit the ball around. Like, this was a tournament, like a legit tournament. You just usually just hit the ball around and do nothing. Oh, this boat's really Crazy. well for us. And you were and you were exposed. Apparently. You were exposed. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm doing this to try to get the game going because you guys have been radio silent. So I can Wait, radio, radio silent. We're, we 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 have us. agreed we have agreed to dates that the game can can get played. So what are you talking about? We're radio so now, silent. Ever since ever since I ever since I just told you that you guys have changed your your mindset. Yeah, in the last nine seconds us. we changed our mindset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, me and Anita actually got some practice coming in. I'm going to, I'm going to Super Bowl, but I'll um, this weekend. But I'll come back, and uh, me and Anita can get some practice work in. All right, reports. Uh, Amani, I got to cross the line with you. This goes from like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm being, I'm being serious now because this is the kind of friend that I am. And you just, you just, you know, jog my memory. You're going to the Super Bowl. So, um, our producer R.J. Santillo, huge Niners fan. We, we've done everything. I've, I've reached out to to everyone that I know to try and get tickets for him. It's I have failed. Yeah. Is there any way that you could help get him a ticket or two to go to the game this Sunday? No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> I'm not going. I don't want to go. You just said you're going. Uh, I'm I'm going to the to, to Vegas. I'm not going to Super Bowl. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. All right, I'm on. Uh, I'm on a set of Good Morning America. I gotta go. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. What? What? What is happening? He's on the set of Good Morning America. I had no idea what was going on GMA. I, I know, of course. We didn't know he was in a different country one time. Wait, Where's Imani? Well, well, he's traveling abroad. Could you could you help could you help get RJ tickets? No, I'm not going to the Super Bowl. I gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go about the GMA. <laughs> I mean, you you never know what's gonna happen here, do you? <laughs> no. I this played pickleball. I was awful. We kept score this weekend. I think he's lying. <laughs> I think he's I lying. I love that though. We kept score this weekend. Uh, he's lying. There's, there's, that was he's playing us. I, I don't care. No, I don't care either. But why? I mean, why would he go out of his way to tell us? There was no pickleball questions asked. No, he went out of his way to tell us. Apparently, that he was bad. My, uh, what I've learned is they're obsessed with this pickleball match. Well, oh, I think Anita's. Yeah, I think Anita's Obs- obsessed like obsessed. I, I actually believe Anita's going to be better than Imani. Well, Anita plays in a league. I I think Anita's going to be a real problem. I think Imani's going to be not great. Well, listen, how about how about we just focus on ourselves? I'm very focused. Okay. I'm Just very focused on I, ourselves. I am very focused. In fact, yep. I had a thought recently where I I figure at some point before the match takes place, I'm probably because I know you won't travel. I'll come out to Long Island and we'll play. You and I will play as a duo against another another two. This is what I want you to do. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I want you to because I know your back's still a little bit uh, iffy. I just want you to practice. I want you to practice your dinks. 
Yeah, when Alex, Ben, whoever it is, I just want you to guys sit home, just practice your dink. Soft hands, dink. Into the kitchen. Into the kitchen. I have beautiful soft hands. And then when we got to speed up, I'll speed it up. Is, is there anybody worse than John Winthrop, by the way? Uh, John Winthrop is probably the absolute worst. He sends a text at 7.51 when we're done talking to Imani. By the way, Imani has a hard out today. He's on Good Morning America after you guys. Yeah, that was 7.51. Right. Yeah, so it's after the interview ended. So that's not something we could have known before we chatted with the money. Uh, that wouldn't be something that they probably told RJ before today. RJ, did he make mention to you that he had a uh, good morning America today? Oh, dear. <laughs> Dave just responds. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> he made no mention. So here's the interesting thing. I yeah. could hear people in the background speaking. And I said, um, Amani, do you have people or like a tv or something near you I, I can kind of hear conversation he goes oh yeah there's some people right near me let me move over here is this better and it was and that was the end of it but he didn't think to tell you i'm on gma this morning and it's 7 50 i have to go none of those things no mm-hmm. that's troubling is what it is it's real troubling is what it, it is it's real troubling it might be something we'll have to talk about in uh, the big show brunch tomorrow uh, and, and then I do I do adore John's, you know, by the way, Imani has a hard out today. He's on Good Morning America after. He sends us that after we're done with the interview. That's great. Well, like, I mean, listen, uh, in the in the grand scheme of how this has gone every Tuesday, I would say. I think that that's right in line. Right in line, but probably just behind you know, not knowing that he was out of the country. <laughs> right, yeah. He's, John, keep it up. You're doing a great job booking the guests on the show. Ah. <sighs> No, fantastic job. No, listen, I'm not going to say a negative word about John Winthrop. Not on air, you won't. Off air, uh, not to his face, I won't. Right. Uh, secure the seats and the memories this year from Vivid Seats. Your home for every slam dunk, slap shot, and base steal. Uh, Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals with Vivid Seats rewards. You earn with every purchase from buzzer beaters to walk-off home runs. Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the games that matter the most to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.